Welcome to the Death Kit Show. Let's go. Hey. All right. Welcome to the GK Show. Fun music at the beginning. Yeah. Having a good day. Let's start the pod. All right, here we go. I'm back, just like I said I would be. It's the morning, and I'm going to continue on right where we left off with this really, really interesting NPR tweet about Seth Moulton ending his run for the presidency. So just to recap everybody, Congressman Seth Moulton will, un- will end his run for the presidency. He's expected to announce this. Jeez, I can't read. I drank too much espresso. All right, here we go. Congressman Seth Moulton will end his run for the presidency. He's expected to announce his withdrawal in a speech Friday. The Massachusetts representative have a difficult time generating enthusiasm in a crowded field. He's the fourth Democratic candidate to exit the race. So... I promised I would read the tweet replies to this, and then my internet went out, and I couldn't get them, so it was a very bad ending to the last episode. So this one I'm going to upload, or put out, like right after when I put the other one out, so it's just going to bleed right into it. So exciting. Please rate the podcast five stars if you haven't already. Subscribe. Leave a review. really helps out. I can't stress that enough. I know it's annoying when I say it, but please rate it five stars. really, really helps out appreciate it you guys can always email me the email address is in the show notes if you want to get a hold of me i believe it's the jeff keith show at gmail.com follow me on social media it's just my name instagram twitter all that stuff that's making the world a horrible place all right so first reply that i see is a gif jiff is a gif or jiff i still don't know i'm a dad i don't know what's going on i'm a dad it's a gift for Jeff. <laughs> uh, and it's uh, Jaimon Hunsu, the actor from I don't know what movie, going, who? So then the next response is from somebody saying, just saying, who? <laughs> and then the next response is another gif from uh, somebody, Meta World, saying, who are these people? It's a Ted Danson gif from Cheers. Uh, Sandy Thompson, honestly, didn't even know he was a candidate. <laughs> the next person, who? Next person, a Simpsons gif of uh, Bart's grandpa walking in and taking his hat off and then walking back out. Uh, another person writes, I live in Massachusetts. I don't even know who this guy is. And he wrote, no, N-O. He doesn't N-O who this guy is. Next person, there seems to be more press about him exiting than about his entire campaign. Next person, who? With a crying, laughing face. And then we'll just end on this one because people are just, everyone's saying who. It's the in sync bye, bye, bye. GIF? GIF? I still don't know. Uh, Okay, so anyways, there we go. I promised I would do that. Let's see what else is trending so this podcast is not just two minutes long. Uh, Oh, I did see that Trump tweeted about... uh, This is is the thing about Donald Trump that I... Is my internet really going to go out again? Okay, uh, so Trump tweeted something about this guy uh, exiting the race... And then he said, like, whoever that is or something. Let me just find the tweet. If if my internet will work. Uh, Seth Moulton. Because that's what's going on now. That's one thing about Trump. 
<laughs> if you like him or you dislike him, I mean, even if you like Trump, you got to admit, this guy, like, he punches down so often. You know what I mean? Punching down is like, I mean, that's like, you know, I'm a working comedian if I was just shitting on some open micer for no reason. You know what I mean? Like, you're the president of the United States, dude. Like, this stuff... This just never comes off well. I guess, like, to certain people, they're like, yeah, fucking get him, Trump. You know, he's on the other side, so get him. I guess there's a small percentage of people who probably get pumped about that. But for people in the middle, it's just like, dude, stop. So he wrote, the Dow is down 573 points, perhaps on the news that Representative Seth Moulton, whoever that may be, has dropped out of the 2020 presidential race. And then, of course, this sparked a bunch of democratic uh like what's the point of that you know what i mean he could have just been like hey seth moulton you served our country's out of the race like another one bites the dust or whatever you know what i mean but he could have said something decent about the guy because the guy is a military veteran and all that so then uh ted Lou, who that guy i can't stand that guy either he's like hey real donald trump the dog actually dropped over 623 points today also, Seth Moulton served in combat and received a Bronze Star. You received fake deferments because of your daddy. In other words, Representative Moulton remains a hero and you remain a frickin' coward. So, and then a lot of people were going after Trump for the uh, the whole getting out of the Vietnam uh, draft thing. I will say, I mean, my generation, I'm sure most people listening to this, we weren't around during that time period. But my dad uh, was not in Vietnam, but he did uh, put his his name in or whatever for the draft or I mean well I don't know I gotta ask my dad because I remember he told me once that he what do you do he like because the draft at one point is just a draft so it wasn't voluntary but I remember he told me like he put his thing in like he was willing to go or something I don't know but they didn't get picked I don't know if he can I think he I think he went and then they said like he had flat feet or something I, I still don't understand isn't that just something you heard it's something I heard growing up, like, yeah, if you have flat feet, they uh, they don't accept you. And we all just went, oh, yeah, definitely. Can't have a bunch of fucking platypus-footed foot people, a bunch of flat-footed motherfuckers in our art. Like, why? Who cares? If you're willing to, if you can run. Like, my dad was an athletic guy. He played uh, basketball in uh, high school in Chicago. He's all city. Come on. So his feet are kind of flat? Like, I don't get it. I mean, I'm glad he didn't have to go because, you know, I might never have... Uh, been born and all that and something he could have died over there but uh what does, what does it even mean i don't even like what was what is it about i gotta look that up what is it about flat feet where it's like what if you're the best like marksman ever what if you're just a great leader what if you're a great soldier in general like everything about you you're just like universal soldier you're like jean-claude van damme and dolph lundgren right from universal soldier but your the, the arch on your foot is a little <laughs> low so like, sorry, dude. Like, you did score off the charts in shooting, in running, in hand-to-hand -hand combat, in like, you know, tactical warfare, like whatever. Uh, but your feet are kind of fucking flat, and we don't want no flat-footed motherfuckers in our war. <laughs> like, that doesn't make any sense to me. So there's people. I mean, I know I'm laughing about this. It's a very serious thing. It's horrible. There are people who got drafted to go to Vietnam and had to fight more and for sure some a lot of them died tragically because they didn't have flat feet and then there were people like my dad who were like hey I'll do it and they're like nah I don't like your feet <laughs> I just don't understand that it makes no sense can you imagine you get drafted and you're like what but do my buddy wanted to go can he go in my place and they're like your buddy's great but look at those duck feet he's got can't have it so anyways let's read so now that I've read Trump's tweet let's see if the the replies to his tweet 
let's see. You think the dude Trump's Twitter, by the way, people like cannot ignore this guy when he says something kind of like everybody just hates this. Not everybody, but the people who hate him hate him so much. They just go after him so hard. You think the Dow being down 573 points today is something to joke about? You really are such a total asshole, that real Donald Trump. That's from John Cooper, who's verified. I don't know who he is. Trade wars are good and easy to win. Tax cuts pay for themselves. Next, he'll be telling us that recessions are good and easy. And there's a, a meme of Trump, and it says, What did you expect? I'm a fucking idiot. Uh, Jeremy Newberger. It's like if Don Rickles did a roast and tanked the stock market at the same time. What? Don Rickles fucking, come on. Like, Trump can be funny sometimes. Don Rickles is like one of the funniest dudes ever. And then this guy, Jeremy Newberger, keeps going. I wanted to get out of going to the G7 so bad I downgraded our economy so we wouldn't qualify. I hate meeting this group of seven almost as much as Larry King at a divorce settlement. I screwed up your 401k so bad today, you might as well name it Eric. You think, this is all Jeremy Newberger. You think flying eight hours to Europe with Melania is a treat? She speaks five languages and shut up isn't one of them. Ever, this guy is just going off, dude. Who is this guy, Jeremy Newberg? Now I'm going to go on to this guy because he's getting a bunch of uh, retweets just off going after Trump. Uh, political. Oh, what, what's going on here? Okay. He is. Oh, what's going on? Pol political satirist, filmmaker. My Jewish baseball movie starts in New York and LA on 9 6, September 6th. My punk rock movie next year. Social media influenza hates Nazis. Man, so I'm Jewish, this guy's Jewish. This idea that you have to say I hate Nazis, I, I, that's one thing I really don't like, is that some people on the left are making it like everybody who you disagree with is a Nazi, and that's just dangerous because everybody hates Nazis, so it's like, unless you're unless you're like the tiny, tiny sliver of like those neo-Nazi losers, but uh, that's not a big portion of people. So everybody hates Nazis, so if you're just saying like, oh, you, uh, you know, you think taxes should be lower? You're a Nazi white supremacist. And then it's like, you know, it's okay. In most people's minds, you think like, oh man, if I can go back and kill Hitler, if I could kill the Nazis, I would, you know, and stop the Holocaust. So then there's like a very quick leap from I disagree with you politically to now you should be physically harmed and assaulted and stopped and killed. It's just like, it's a horrible way to think. I really think everything's going downhill. And I think it's because of social media talked about that before so i'm not gonna get into it too much all right let's see what else is trending real quick uh i mean i'm just gonna talk about this for a second dwight howard is going to the lakers man <laughs> that is one thing i have in my own head and i think basketball fans do that there's like this this competition between you know superstars i i do think that kobe bryant and I could be totally wrong. I have no idea. He might not care at all. I don't know Kobe Bryant. But you got to kind of think like Kobe Bryant doesn't want LeBron James to win any more titles because then Kobe can always be like, I got five titles. LeBron's only got three. You know, Kobe was five out of seven in the finals. LeBron is three out of nine so far. The thing about comparing that stuff I, I hate is not everybody's on the same team. Not everybody's playing in the same era. Not everybody's playing with the same rules. Uh, you know, people, if you don't know basketball, people just think like, oh, everyone's playing basketball. The rules change constantly. And, uh, you know, you hear a lot of guys who played with Jordan and then played, uh, you know, after Jordan too, because they were younger. And they're like, oh yeah, if Jordan played with these rules, he'd average 50 points. And I'm not exaggerating. There's a lot of guys who have said that. And it's because now you can't hand check on the perimeter. You used to be in like the 80s and 90s, you used to be able to just like kind of like put your hands on guys on defense and kind of like 
hold them and those weren't fouls you know and now it's like you can't do that so it's much better for offense it's made the game more exciting people can score more so um it's pretty interesting so my point is dwight howard played with the lakers briefly and when kobe was with the lakers and it was kind of a didn't work out well type of thing and kobe didn't get along with them if dwight howard comes to the it looks like he's coming to the lakers if he comes to the lakers and LeBron James wins a championship with Dwight Howard on the Lakers. I feel like that's a mental thing for LeBron. Like, oh yeah, I won with Dwight Howard. I could get along with them. See, I can get along with people. Kobe couldn't get along with people. I, I just, I'm making this up all off assumption. If you're sports fans, let me know if you agree. You can email me. It's in the show notes. Jeff Keith Show, the Jeff Keith Show at gmail.com. But I think that's a thing. Um, Let's see. So let's see. He's coming to the Lakers. Whatever. It's not even that big of news. Let's see what's trending. Rashford. Oh, this is about some soccer thing. I don't know what that's about. Hashtag Saturday thoughts. Oh, geez. Oh, AM Joy. Let's see what AM Joy. That's Joy Reed, I believe. This lady like just said a bunch of fucking uh, homophobic shit, and like no one cares because <laughs> she's on the left, so she's on MSNBC. So they're like, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> Whatever she said, like her 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 blog was hacked or something. I don't know. So she, I guess, someone Ellie Mistal uh, said, "I'm sick of the Democrats having to run around with a bottle of Febreze because Republicans keep getting their funk all over the economy." That's so interesting, man. I really think I should. Uh, I really, I should. I really think that it would be very interesting to just be like, "Hey, um, you know." Republicans, you guys with all your ideas, you get to control, you know, this area for a while. And then Democrats at the same exact time, we'd have to find places that are like very similar population wise and resource wise. This is never going to happen, by the way. It is just a fairy tale fantasy idea I have. So Democrats get to, with all the stuff that they spout, they get to control, you know, you know, uh, place A and Republicans get to control place B for 10 years, right? And it's like you put in all the policies that you think are so great and let's just see after 10 years, you got to give people time you got to give these policies time to like take hold let's just see what happens you know what I mean? Why can't we just, I mean I know that would suck for 10 years because for whoever is involved in well it could suck or could be great I guess for whoever is involved in those uh, areas but just like let's just like who's 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 got it better you know what i mean like who's doing better there's also like certain things that uh happen with the economy that have nothing to do with republicans and democrats like the when the internet you know boom happened and all that stuff you know whoever i think clinton was president so it's like that kind of helped his economy and stuff uh i'm not an expert on this stuff but you know you hear things you hear that, so it's just like, you know, I don't know, all sorts of things bleed over into the next administration, and then they're like, oh yeah, see, this happened under my watch, and then and then if something good happens under the next president's watch, and he's like from the other party, they're like, you're just inheriting the good stuff from me, and it's like, but why wasn't it good under you? And it's like, you inherited my good stuff, I started that, and then just they're just both, they're also full of shit. Um, but wouldn't there be just like an interesting experiment? Like, every policy that the Republicans are like, we had our way, it would be boom, 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 They'd like taxes would be this, you know, this would be this, this would be this. It's like, cool, you guys go do that for 10 years somewhere. And they should just make it voluntary, right? Like, if you are a Republican, you go live in that Republican place. And if you are a Democrat, you go live in the Democratic place. And the Democrats are like, you know, we want this, we want this. Taxes should be higher. And this doesn't blah, blah, blah. Like, let's just see what happens. You know what I mean? But the only thing I think is, like, how could you 
keep all the people in the area because they should be allowed to you'd have to be allowed to leave right yeah yeah that's the thing okay so okay my plan is getting a little bit more <laughs> in depth you should be allowed to leave so for example if you live in the democrat place and they're just hiking up taxes and you're somebody who works really hard makes more money and they're just hiking up taxes on you you could be like all right well, i'm out of here and you could be allowed oh you could be allowed to move to the republican place and then if you go to the republican place and you're like man this is i thought this would be better but you know x y and z is bothering me about this place then maybe you can get out and go to a neutral zone <laughs> okay so you can go back if, is this making any sense does i really want to think if I would really want to hear if people think this makes any sense. Um, man, this is so much better doing this podcast in the morning, not late at night when I'm dead tired. I think it's so funny, the last one, I'm dead tired, just dragging along, trying to get my internet to work, and now I'm just jacked, just had my double espresso. Um, anyway, what do you think of that idea? I think it's a great idea. Just like Republicans get their place, Democrats get their place, people are free to leave if they're not liking what's going on. They used to get 10 years, so they have enough time to implement their policies. They start with the same amount of fucking people and money and all that stuff, right? Uh, yeah, so that's my utopian idea to solve all this. But w wouldn't it be hard, though, after that, if, say, you know, after 10 years, the Democrat place, everybody wants to live there because it's so much better. The Republican place, everybody wants to live there because it's so much better. It'd be really hard going forward to be like, hey, just cool it on your policy about blah, 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 because that shit clearly didn't work, so shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? And then people just have to shut the fuck up about their policy that they think would work or sounds good in theory but doesn't really work in reality. I don't know. Just think it's like a, think an interesting idea. <laughs> and I thought of it. Um, okay. This AM Joy thing is just all over the place. People are tweeting all sorts of stuff. Team USA. Oh, let's see. Did Team USA lose? I'm going to be pissed off. Pissed off. I'm not going to care too much. Boomers make history with first ever victory against Team USA, ending America's winning streak. Boomer. Who are the boomers? Ah, oh, the World Cup, so the NBA loss. Who is Team USA's final feeble World Cup roster? Harrison Barnes, Jalen Brown, Joe Harris, Brooke Lopez, Chris Middleton, Donovan Mitchell, Mason Plumley, Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, Miles Turner, Kemba Walker, Derek White. Who the what who are the boomers? They show a picture of Patty Mills, who's Australian. Is that a is that the Australian team? Boomers have been beating young Americans since the eighties. Hang on, Australia was playing our third stringers of LeBron or Kevin Durant. Stefan were playing, we would have won by 30. Why are they called the Boomers? Team USA could have used Mellow, just that's pretty funny, Carmelo Anthony. Now they're talking about Puerto Rico. Alright, I don't know, whatever. There's nothing interesting here. Let's just see news that's trending, because news is always controversial. Okay. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein tried to intimidate Vanity Fair editor with a dead cat. What? Let's see what this is about. Jeffrey Epstein's always interesting. According to NPR, accused sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein turned to unorthodox methods to pressure media outlets to, to quash unfavorable stories before his recent arrest. NPR reports that former Vanity Fair editor-in-chief Graydon Carter once found a bullet and a severed cat head outside his home amid the magazine's push to report on the Epstein allegations. Jesus. The bullet. Fine, dude. Dead cat head? That means you cut a fucking cat's head off that's oh that makes me cringe that's so fucking that's the worst hurting animals man is just it's, uh. 
Oh man, a huge donation to a reporter's favorite nonprofit, a bullet with a message, a cat's severed head in the front yard of an editor-in-chief. Those are some of the tools Jeffrey Epstein is said to have used to try to soften news coverage. How about just pay him off, dude? <laughs> if you're if you're worth hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars, how about like, yo, dude, here's five mil. Stop it. And then if like they don't, you're like, all right, here's a dead cat. You know what I mean? Like, work your way up to the 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 cat head, so you don't have to kill a fucking cat and cut its head off. Let's see the responses to this NPR article. Michael Rappaport. Blah, blah, blah. Where was this shit when he was alive? Okay. I don't agree with Michael Rappaport on everything, but I agree. Like, this guy really just skated when he was alive. And I think there's a reason for that. I think we all know what it is. And if you say it, they call you a conspiracy theorist. But come on. And he received more... This is from Ignatz. And he received more leniency from the justice system than a poor man who steals a sandwich. We have... GOT to remove the corrupting influence of money from the system. What's GOT mean? Game of Thrones? GOT has to mean something else in this situation, right? I don't know. Okay, is there any image or graphic you can use for these items besides that ridiculous picture? I'm sure not. Okay, he was really trying to be a real-life supervillain, huh? This country has a billionaire problem. I love that. I love that. Somebody just has to jump to that. I feel like people will say that, they're just jealous. Like, oh, if you're a billionaire, you must be a bad person. Most billionaires, and especially most millionaires, did not start out with money. People always point to like, oh, you're a trust fund kid. That's why you're a millionaire. That's a very small percentage of millionaires. I think it's something like, it's above 90%. I think it's 91 or 93% of all millionaires in our country started in like middle class or lower middle class. So... This idea that, oh yeah, you just came from money. It's like people just don't want to admit some people are more talented than you. Some people work harder than you. You know what I mean? I'm not a millionaire, but that doesn't mean if you are a millionaire, you're a piece of shit. Like you're a bad person. Oh, you made a million dollars? Well, you suck. You know what I mean? Yeah. People have breaks. People have connections other people don't have. Oh, that's what I want to talk about. Uh, Anderson Cooper, his mom passed away recently and he, his mom, like they're, they come from money, like wealth, right? And uh, when she passed away, uh, Anderson, they, like, it came out that, you know, like, how much money, not came out, but it was, like, just in the news about how much money his family's worth and all this stuff. And Anderson Cooper, I guess, in a Howard Stern interview years ago was like, yeah, he told Howard Stern, like, yeah, I never, like, took money. I made it on my own, right? And look, Anderson Cooper, okay. Like, I'm not saying a guy didn't work hard. It seems like he works really hard, but... It is funny that he goes, yeah, I never took money or so. I never relied on that. It's like, but you didn't have, like, crazy good connections because of your family? Like, come on, dude. Super rich people. I'll give you an example. Super rich people just, they live around other super rich people. They know other super rich people, which is fine, by the way. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with this. So they have connections, and it's like, yeah, man, I wouldn't need to take money either if I had, like, the dopest connections ever. I'll give you an example that's personal, uh, connected, more connected to me. My cousin, who I'm not really that close with, you know, I love her and everything. We just didn't grow up together, and she's older than me and stuff, but uh, we talk every now and then, I guess. Um, she what worked really hard, really successful, worked on Wall Street. Um, her husband also worked on Wall Street, and she and they got married, whatever, and... They both made a lot of money, but her husband's family, like, they're really wealthy, and then his step-family, like, his uh, stepdad, something like, they're super wealthy. They have connections, okay? Uh, I had another cousin who was 
in prison and when he got paroled like my like my other cousin her uh stepfather-in-law or whatever i don't know he called the governor at the time and was like i think i'm getting the story right he's like hey can you um get so-and-so paroled to like this area because it like he has more family over here he has a better chance and like so okay so who has that connection <laughs> you know what i mean like my family wouldn't my parents wouldn't have that connection so that's one example and then the other thing that same cousin i'm talking about who you know she married she made a lot of money or she worked really hard and then she married this in this family that has a lot of money they're by the way, they're great people right um her daughter is uh gonna go to, i think she's going to college next year and so she wanted to do an She's interested in photography, so somebody made a call, I don't know who, <laughs> and she did an internship for like a week or a couple weeks in New York City with Annie Leibovitz, who's like one of the biggest photographers in the entire world, and yeah, so she's like interested in photography, and I, was, I asked my dad, I go, wait, is she going to be a photographer? And he's like, I don't think so, she's just interested in it, so, <laughs> you know, one week, couple week internship, just shadowing one of personally like personally shadowing the one of the biggest photographers in the entire world so i'm just saying i thought that was funny that anderson cooper is all proud of himself like i didn't take any money it's like all right dude but you can at least admit like you can work really hard and have connections There's nothing wrong with that if you have connections you have connections you know what i mean it doesn't make you a bad person at all but i don't like this person tweeting just because jeffrey epstein was like we have a billion you know he's a piece of shit he's a sex trafficker allegedly but pretty much we got it you know i mean he's a horrible horrible person so we have a billionaire problem now so that means if you started a company and you you worked your way up or whatever and then you your company you worked really hard and you and everything worked out and (laughs) you have a you're worth a billion dollars now now just because you also have to be a billionaire you're also a horrible sex trafficker it's just a, such a stupid lazy intellectual way to think intellectually lazy way to think all right let's see if there's any other stories okay fans confused after jonas brothers end concert early in toronto let's see what this is about the jonas brothers had to end their concert in toronto early before playing two of their crowd fairs because of quote an unforeseen technical difficulty Jonas Brothers, Toronto, we're sorry we didn't get to play our last two songs. Unfortunately, there was an unforeseen technical difficulty, and our production team advised we end the show. Thank you all for coming out tonight. We love you all so much. Oh, man. I bet. What are the technical difficulties? Let's just see the responses to this tweet. Uh, we all need to laugh right now. Glad I gave you one. We're really, really unfair to the people who were there tonight. You guys could have at least come out and said thank you and bye. Oh, I love, I love how people... <laughs> someone else it was unsafe for them to be on stage this is what sucks i can't read the article so i just have to go off the headline or the little blurb well then they could have come on the mics and made an announcement people were just people were waiting around confused just unfair to treat the fans that way someone else actually i believe they met the 11 o'clock curfew and if they continue beyond 11 with any amplified sound they can be fined by the city bylaws well, a lot of people just talking about crazy stuff specifically at the noise ordinance you can play as long as you want, you just have to pay a fine. I saw Drake three years ago and he played almost an hour past the curfew and paid every cent. LOL, I don't know what happened with Jonas Brothers, but I know they wouldn't have left if they had any other choice. Yeah, response, yep, Pink came on at 9.10 and performed until 
Next response. Yeah, it's definitely a thing they can do. It's just a question of if they want to pay the fines. I've seen other artists that didn't want to pay and cut the set. I was very impressed by Drake doing that. He literally said, put that shit on my card, let's go, and played until almost midnight. That being said, he only had to go over because he was late. Either way, we all loved it. <laughs> okay, so this is... How funny is this? So the Jonas Brothers cut their set early. They said it's technical difficulties. Everybody's kind of saying, like, nah, they just didn't want to pay the fine. And then everybody else chimes in with, yeah, well, Drake paid the fine. Drake's better than the Jonas Brothers. I think a lot of people would agree Drake's probably better than the Jonas Brothers in a lot of ways. Oh, and then people else chime in. Oh, yeah? Well, Drake only played after because he showed up late. So it's like, whoa, now Drake's a dick. Now, now they're all just assholes. It's like, okay, don't go to their concerts then, guys, if you're going to whine about everything. Jeez. What are the last two songs? I don't even know Jonas Brothers songs. I wonder what the last two songs were. Okay, well, let's see. I'm going to get off right now. I'm in Cozumel, Mexico, and I'm going to take my laptop. Hopefully I don't get robbed, and I'm going to go somewhere... Uh, that has Wi-Fi, and I'm going to upload these podcasts I've been recording, so hopefully it's worth it. Hopefully you guys enjoy. We covered the Seth Moulton thing. We did it. Oh my god. Maybe the weakest cliffhanger in the history of podcasts. So, uh, yeah. Please rate my podcast five stars if you get a chance. Rate, po- rate this podcast five stars if you get a chance. Subscribe, review. You can email me. It's all in the show notes. Uh, Alright, I'm going to keep putting some out. What day is it? Today is Saturday. So now, I don't know if I should put these out right away or I should put them out so like late Sunday night, the first one, and then these next two bleed Monday, Tuesday, and then I'll be back in New Orleans. Yeah, and I can put some more out. Okay. So there you go. The news stories. I'm trying to do like not super huge news stories because those will all be covered the day of. So I'm trying to do these more obscure, who cares, funny ones and see what we can come up with. But uh, anyways, thanks so much, guys, for listening. You know I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to my daddy.